This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. For now on the line, I'm joined by Chief Operating Officer at Tracker Dumangobo, and he joins us to speak on this Tracker Vehicle Crime Index uh, that shows that vehicle crime ramped up towards the end of 2023. Duma, good evening to you. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, good evening to you and to your listeners. Thank you for chatting to us this evening, Aduma. Maybe before we get into the nitties, let's talk about the index, uh, why Tracker puts it together and what exactly it tells us. Um, I think we, we, we mainly put the index together for a few reasons. Uh, I think in the main is to educate and to inform. Uh, as part of our responsibility with the data we have at our disposal, uh, we believe it's important that we share with clients what we are seeing, some of the insights and some of the risks that we're seeing insofar as crime in general uh, and specifically in the motor vehicle industry. So then let's talk about what we saw uh, here in uh, 2023, maybe starting off uh, with the overall sentiment of the report. We are seeing a ramping up of vehicle-related crimes. Yeah, correct. Uh, I think the report specifically focuses on the July to December, uh, but we've been doing this for uh, a few years, um, obviously tracking the insights in the first half of the year and then in the second half of the year. And what we have seen in the second half of 2023, that is July to December, quite a significant increase in the number of hijack and theft incidents and a significant increase in the business hijack and theft incidents as well. Let's then go into some of uh, the locations uh, that we see uh, some of these incidents are taking place in. Yeah, so... so Again, we, we do not, um, you know, for a variety of reasons, go to specific suburb mm-hmm. uh, level. We usually go to major metros and, and obviously provincial level. I think the key takeaway is obviously Gauteng takes the lion's share, um, accounting for 61% uh, of, of vehicle crime incidents, or what we call activations in our language, uh, followed by KZN at just below 15% and followed by the Western Cape at below 10%. So that's in the main what you can take away. Um, there are obviously specific patterns, um, i.e. in our report we reference that in Gauteng, um, you're likely to see theft being just above uh, sort of the hijack incident, whereas in the Western Cape, you get a very sharp uh, heightened hijack uh, propensity versus theft. Uh, let's also talk about, uh, you know, the, uh, the different kinds. I think you've mentioned the issue of theft and uh, hijacking here. And uh, also from uh, maybe Tracker's perspective, uh, Duma, uh, is this opportunistic crime? Is this, you know, how, what do we make of it? I think people have been stealing cars for so long. People mm. have been hijacking cars for so long. Uh, it just looks like one of those criminal uh, industries, if I must, that really, uh, you know, surpass a time, season, all of it. Yeah, I think... There are some, unfortunately, unsavory threats uh, Mm. or trends that we're now seeing. Mm. I think you're right to call out that vehicle crime uh, is something that's always been with us, uh, unfortunately. We did see um, from the late 90s a very uh, steep increase. And then thereafter, going into the 2000s, it started to plateau and flatten out. Mm. But it's, again, 
uh, come back on the rise. And essentially what we are seeing is different kinds uh, of crime. Mm-hmm. You spoke about opportunistic crime, um, and hijacking tends to follow uh, those trends. But we're also seeing quite a bit of sophistication, mm-hmm. especially in our province of Gauteng, uh, where we're seeing very sophisticated crime syndicates and crime elements, both for local uh, vehicle crime as well as cross-border uh, or export crime, as it were. Yes, let's talk about that uh, demand that we're obviously seeing um, at the borders. Uh, in my mind, it's also for SUVs for uh, rather obvious reasons here. Is there work that we know is being done between ourselves and, you know, our colleagues over borders uh, to address this issue? Because I think it's kind of public knowledge that, you know, mm. SUVs are taken and moved to South Africa's borders. Yeah, there's actually been, you know, as much as we put out these numbers, mm. Um, and they do seem quite scary. I think the good thing is there's been quite a lot of work done by authorities, both at a provincial level, um, to really proliferate presence, where we are seeing a lot more boots on the ground of different kinds, right? And then uh, recently, with the Border Management Authority, uh, that's really enhancing, clamping down uh, the transfer of illicit goods, Mm. which these vehicles are often used from a mobility point of view for that purpose or to bring back other illicit goods like drugs, arms, uh, um, kidnapping, etc. So there's a hell of a lot of work being done by uh, the border management authorities and by other law enforcement uh, elements to clamp down. And we work quite closely with them uh, to ensure that we provide insights, we provide technology where possible and as well as uh, other resources. So there's an incredible amount of work being done. Then also, uh, let's touch on business vehicle crime, right? This is another one that we possibly uh, don't think of as its own uh, kind of issue, uh, but obviously is. Yeah, so, so I think the, the, the scarier thing um, that's encapsulated in our numbers is there's almost a 56% higher rate of, uh, of being hijacked uh, with a business vehicle than you would be as a consumer. And part of that, if you think about it, is for the goods that are in transit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen vehicles that even get into accidents where the goods are often looted. So would-be criminals try and do something similar, uh, target vehicles for the goods that they have. Uh, since lockdown, we've seen a lot more uh, people working from home, businesses that are in suburbia, whereby courier companies are often ransacked for the goods that they have where they're not really after the vehicle, they're after the goods in transit. But nevertheless, the same trauma, the use of firearms and or similar hijack tactics are used. So business crime has got its own particular flavor that we're seeing uh, with quite an appreciable increase uh, over the last year and a half or so. So, of course, uh, Duma, we uh, are you, you, you're from Tracker. Let's speak about uh, the importance of having a Tracker in and maybe even insurance for, uh, for instance, if I think of uh, fleet and those kinds of things are going, uh, you know, uh, missing in because of an incident. All of that should possibly be um, insured. And many small business owners are actually probably more vulnerable here because of, of that issue of insurance and maybe even a vehicle that might not be fitted in with a tracking device. Uh, quite correct. I think it's important to state that 
the numbers and the trends uh, uh, I'm reflecting on are obviously based on our car park and some of those insights that we have. But it's quite a, a vast car park, notwithstanding that it's not broadly reflective of all the vehicles in South Africa. Having said that, um, what we are seeing is more than just having a tracking device. I think it's important to have proper fleet management solutions that allows you to see where your trucks, where your buses, where your LDVs are at any given time. Um, what are the goods that they carry? The use of very smart camera systems mm-hmm. or so-called dash cams. So there's, there's a multi-pronged approach that business clients are starting to explore. And that really ensures that your goods have a better chance or a better probability of arriving safely. You touched on insurance a little bit. We partner with a lot of insurance companies, uh, one, for both of us to understand what's the level of risk and what are the tool sets uh, that we both need to have to ensure that our clients are sufficiently covered and that we increase the chance of recovering the goods and or the vehicle and ultimately saving lives. Altima, um, I wish we had spoken about more upbeat things, but thank you. I think it's been very uh, insightful, especially a thing for uh, business owners there, just to make sure that they're uh, not caught in a bad, uh, you know, a situation there. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Wonderful go well. That's Dumang Mobo. He is a chief operating officer at Tracker. An important one. I think it's one of the reasons one of to have this conversation, speaking about business vehicles, uh, you know, and just not taking it for granted that uh, robbers are looking at it, uh, you know, with um, with gooey eyes. Uh, it could be for uh, the stuff that's in the car, but it could also just be uh, for the car. So just make sure that you have it all insured and all covered uh, as much as possible, which is a difficult thing, I think, to say um, or to do rather, uh, in this economy where it's also very possible that as a small business, uh, you know, it may be difficult to eke out out any level of a profit, but I think it's certainly uh, worth it if you do have the asset and you're trying uh, to uh, protect it. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.